Hey, hi, hello. How is everybody doing on this beautiful Monday morning? I hope everybody woke up, saw the face of God, got in their word, washed their face, brushed their teeth, had a wonderful breakfast. And if you're fasting, you had a wonderful breakfast of his word, you know? Okay, so it's... It's been a hot minute, you know, I haven't been on here and today's episode is about removing the shame, self-condemnation, that's really what the topic of today is about. So it fits so well for the reason I kind of really wasn't, I wasn't talking on top of the fact I had a lot going on mentally, you know, I... I don't know if anybody else does this, but I got to the point where I was like, okay, I already did this spiritual warfare, you know, like, I'm not seeing a demon present itself to me, you know, I'm not like, I'm not doing this, so I'm not under spiritual warfare, I'm just going through it, right, you know, I thought I was just going through it, but I don't just go through it like that, like, I have not felt this way since I got saved, (laughs) so I was just, I, I was just being very blind, and I didn't understand, you know, I was going through spiritual warfare, a lot of mental warfare, and I wasn't I didn't have the strength like I didn't I didn't if it makes sense I wasn't condemning myself but I was allowing the enemy to drain me like it got to the point where I would cry to God I would tell him I'm like look I would love to pray tonight but I really just need to sleep this off like instead of going to him and casting my burdens on him and letting him know even though he already knows but like letting him know and allowing him to help me I would fall asleep and it was um it was a really good thing I learned don't fall asleep if you got issues the enemy will get to you and you're more susceptible to sin because if you sleep it off now you're thinking okay well I don't really gotta go to him so you're not gonna be in your word you're not going to be praying and when you're not in your word anybody can testify to this if you're not in your word on the daily you're more susceptible to sin and you're more susceptible not to pray when you're not praying you're not like you're protected but you're not protecting yourself like (laughs) there are spiritual weapons we have that are not carnal through prayer through prayer and when you don't have it it's like you're allowing yourself to get hit god will heal you but you're allowing yourself to get hit i mean god protects us but he also gave us wisdom he also gave us wisdom to do what we need to do so today i I just wanted to like explain that it was more than just like shame really it was more so like i had so much stuff going on mentally i felt like i i couldn't i couldn't balance this also with the job i had at the time um i couldn't i couldn't balance this but let's let's talk about this rona this corona covid 19 you know what's, what's going on now i feel like i want to make a whole separate episode on this but i do want i want to touch the topic i want to touch the topic so this whole rona thing there's so many things going on and nobody knows what for sure like honestly i've heard um it's the 5g and the 5g is mimicking flu-like symptoms which if you look it up it does it does i'm not saying it is 5g i'm not sure but 5g is going to implement and and my cousin made a great point with nobody being able to gather more than 10 churches are now going online and if everybody's online now it's gonna start to lag and i don't know if anybody else has noticed it but people are going on twitter like is anybody else's internet lagging and even those who aren't saying it has anybody noticed your internet is lagging so what's gonna happen they're gonna have to automatically you know move up to 5g to be able to hold everybody on 
whatever they're going on with the internet wise so I'm just, I'm just that's a really good thing 5g is not good for you i don't care what you're hearing online about the memes and all this other stuff downplaying 5g having your phone to your head is not good airpods are not good anything with bluetooth to, to like your ear where the radiation is going to your head microwaves they're not good people still use them but they're not good but just because that happens doesn't mean you downplay 5G. 5G is not what we have. You know, I should have got the statistics up and everything. I'm, I'm like I said, this is gonna be for another episode. But, but look up the effects it has on nature. Like, like putting next to a tree 5G, the radiation, the bark will literally fall off. Like, just imagine what it can do to your body. This is not like a, a regular phone radi- radiation or a microwave. This is some serious stuff. I'm not saying that has anything to do with the corona. But I personally, you know, I want us all to like come to, not, not I want us all, I would love, this should be happening already, for us to come together and help the unbelievers because right now we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if the corona is going to pass. Is it going to pass? Or, or is it going to be here and wipe out a large percentage of the earth? And if it does... You know, like, is the mark of the beast going to be enforced soon? Is the vaccine going to be the mark of the beast? Is there going to be DNA in the mark, like the vaccine where, like the chip, is it going to be in the vaccine? Or, or let's say that doesn't happen yet. Let's say that doesn't happen yet. Will the beast system be rolled out? Like, cause you, if you think about it, if we're all in our house and we're all told to be in our house, we don't know what's going on in the schools that they shut down. We don't know what's going on in the places that they shut down. They could be implementing the beast system right now as we speak and we don't know it. So like, I'm not saying I know everything because I don't know everything. But I'm saying is I don't know, but there's so many possibilities. You just need to be on your tippy toes right now. I don't care what's going on in your life. Make God first, make God first. And I'm speaking to myself sometimes I have to remind myself I have to remind myself Keep him first I think that I'm keeping him first But if I'm not Waking up to search him If I'm not Talking to him Before I go to sleep If he's not the last person If he's not the last One I speak to I'm not putting him first If I'm not denying my flesh For him He's not first Like I need to be Putting him up in center It's not because I need to glorify him I must glorify him in order to do what I need to do and to feel the way I need to feel and to be successful in this life, I must glorify him. It's not a chore. It's when you do it. I don't know how to break it down. It's just like he has to open your he has to reveal certain things to you and open your eyes for you to understand something. Somebody can tell you something. And you're like, yeah, 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 that makes sense. That makes sense. And then you start like, well, why do I gotta do it? Why do I gotta? Don't 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 go on Twitter with that. Go to God about that. He will let you know. You know what? You you gotta glorify me because of this. Every day you wake up, I give you air. I put the sleep in your eyes. I heal you. He protects you. He puts food in. If he was not, if excuse me, if he was not caring for you, you would not have food. You would not have water. You would not have clothes on your back. Yes, your parents bought it. You bought it. But he allowed that to happen. He could take that away within an instance. Within an instance. So don't you ever feel like he's not doing something for you. Even when, like, you're not praying for yourself, he's doing something for you. Okay, I'm going to get into, you know, the topic of today's episode. I just had to, you know, get that out the way. So today, about shame. So let's first and foremost begin with same Adam and Eve hid because of shame hid because of shame and that's Genesis 
3, verse 7 through 10. If you want to read it, I have my phone right here. I'm going to be using a notebook and my phone just to go through verses. So when I start mentioning verses, bear with me a little bit because some of it was too much to write. But Genesis 3 through 10, I don't think I wrote. You can, okay, some of them I'm actually going to ask you to read your own, especially when it's like chapters. But we're going to go to the Holy Bible app and everything because my Bible is on my bed. Okay, so in Genesis, this is exactly after Adam ate the apple after Eve. So three, okay, so, and it says, and the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. So first and foremost, people only hide what they, you know, did something wrong with. They're naked now. I'm just saying they covered their private parts. So I'm just the whole debate on, you know, what did they do? Was it just biting an apple? Like you, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put context clues together. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God. No, yeah, of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Okay, so first, not even first and foremost, shame has people hiding behind trees when God is calling them. So, you know, when you do something and he's calling you and you don't even feel clean enough to go into his presence so you ignore it okay shame is not always bad though shame is a double-edged sword shame is it's, it's healthy the holy ghost will convict you revelations 3 19 hold up wait i got it as many as i love i rebuke no as many as i love i rebuke and chastise be zealous therefore and repent oh excuse me so the Holy Ghost will convict you. <laughs> Anybody can tell you that. Okay, I think the main thing spoken on Twitter is, mm -hmm, I was ready to say something and the Holy Vic Holy Ghost convicted me. Like, okay, yeah, we know it. You don't got to say it every time because it'd be like the same people. But, you know, he'd be convicted people. So, I mean, this, this, isn't, this isn't something new. So, the good, the goal is when you feel sorry, you won't ever do it again. Now, some people do fall back. Those are backsliders. But the goal of being convicted is when you feel sorry, you're never going to do it again. Shame will empower you to never do it again. But on the, on the other side, the enemy will take fire and try to destroy you with it. The Holy Ghost will take fire and bless you with it. The Holy Ghost will show you shame to make you repent. The devil, you know, after you repent, will continuously he will take your heart and continuously condemn you he will continuously condemn you and that is why for some we feel too dirty to pray and to talk to god outside of repentance you know you don't feel like you can be in his presence other than saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry father forgive me forgive me forgive me have mercy on my soul and you know like it, that's why some keep repeat like repenting for one slip up as though they do it every day that is why some feel like they'll never be forgiven you know like you're condemned to hell you're hearing voices you're condemned you're destined for hell shame can drive a backslider away from god and you know the world is the tree that they can hide behind the enemy is the anti-holy ghost you know god commands the serpent if you don't listen god will definitely hand you over and I, huh 
Ha, I could testify. I could testify about that one. But an un- if you ever notice that, like, an unclean spirit will act like he cares for Jesus, he'll be in your ear like, Jesus wouldn't approve this. You hurt Jesus. You did it. Like, like he he will tell you everything that makes you feel like you but be- you did betray Jesus. But he will make you feel like Jesus will never forgive you, and like he actually cares about him. That unclean spirit is trying to get into you and make you feel like you might as well. I mean, you're already dying. You're already destined for hell. You might as well do whatever you want to do right because at first it's not like that but it's at first like you're just destined for hell you're destined for hell you're destined for hell so either you pick up the i want to kill myself thoughts or i might as well do whatever i want to do thoughts because i'm destined for hell right i'm never gonna do good i i don't know how to do this walk with god it, it doesn't work for me and just, I've, been, I've been there i've been there tw- at least twice like it's look shame is shame is something but Things as simple as disorder or disobedient brings shame, okay? So in John 21, Peter, I, I just wanted to like, I, I really, really like this, this little connection and everything. It, it, it I don't know, it's, it's, it's a nice connection, but in John 21, Peter was naked and he was covered, like he covered up and he jumped into the water and he swam through the water to get to Jesus. The H2O, the water, represents his word. Okay, so he swam through his word to get to Jesus. Okay, the word cleanses us. He was naked. Naked is shame. That's why he covered up. So what he did is he jumped in the water. He swam through the water to get to. See, now a lot of people are going to be like, oh, that's a reach. That's a reach. Well, when you when you read the Bible, you got to read both physically and spiritually. You got to put your spiritual glasses on and look for like connections and everything he swam through the water he got cleansed and he got to jesus and he was all right so jesus also bore our shame on the cross for he was naked did y'all know he was naked he bore all our shame on that he bore all our sin and our shame on the cross that day in the end there's going to be two groups of people those who are ashamed when he's here and those who are unashamed okay so don't I, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be that person that says don't be unashamed but don't be the unashamed you know like you want to be more focused that Jesus is here rather than repenting you should be repenting every day don't get caught slipping up like repent if you lie and you catch yourself that you lied earlier but sometimes when people lie they don't know that they're lying like it like they know it but they don't think of the sin aspect of it. So when you catch yourself and it comes, when the Holy Spirit convicts you, repent that very second. He's giving you a chance because you don't know your day. Like no man knows the day or hour Jesus is going to come back. No man knows the day or hour of his time, his death. So you must repent because look, if Jesus is here, you don't want to be repenting. You want to be running up to Jesus. Like the Messiah is here. The bridegroom is here. It's time to go. It's time to go. You should have you should have been doing this. Okay? So I want to go through some verses. Um so at towards the end there're going to be some that I want you to read, but I'm going to um I'm going to read some of them over here and I also have some on my phone. Okay. So Romans 1:16 For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Mark 8:38 Whosoever, therefore, shall be ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, 
Of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. So if you're ashamed, if you are ashamed, okay, ashamed, shame isn't just shaming of yourself. Because I, I don't know if anybody else did this, I'm sure, because, you know, I don't think I'm the only one that does something. But when I first started my walk, I was very scared to tell people about Jesus. I was like, nah, they're gonna think I look like a fool. They're gonna think I look corny. I was ashamed of the gospel. I was ashamed of Jesus. We can't be ashamed of him. Like, shame isn't just you feel guilty and dirty. Nah, 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 nah. Like, shame is like, oh, no, I can't tell people about Jesus. People don't like Jesus. Of course people don't like Jesus. They didn't like him when when he was alive. They killed him. What, what makes you think it's gonna be different now? Like, if Jesus were to come back, let's say he were to come back as a human, they would do it again. Like, People don't like their sin to be caught out, especially when you're thinking something and you have this man, the son of man, hear your thoughts and then call you out right in front of you with with the, whew, like, like, did you hear how he spoke to people? Like, that's like a, his word is a sword, literally, because that would have cut me deep, but okay, anyway. Revelation 3.19, as many as I love, I rebuke and chastise, be zealous, therefore, and repent. Romans 5.5, 5, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. And if you didn't know, the Holy Ghost is the comfort, the great comfort that it that was given unto us. And, you know, like, you know, I don't know who I'm speaking to. This could be a babe in Christ, or this can be somebody mature but didn't know this. But Jesus had to depart from the earth. He had to die, not only to, like, bear our sins and our shame, but once he ascended into the sky, we were able to get the Holy Ghost, which is the comforter who can teach us, convicts us. He also gives us the power that rose through Jesus, but rose Jesus from the dead, raised him from the dead. That power lives in us through Jesus Christ. So just wanted to um, drop that real quick. Um, okay, one, no, First John 3, 20. For if our hearts condemn us, God is greater than our hearts and knoweth all things. Oh my goodness. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our hearts and knoweth all things. Like that, that that's I think the perfect verse for when you have Satan ears trying to condemn you or that unclean, dirty spirit trying to make it sound like he's Jesus' best friend. That that scripture right there, tell him. Tell him right there. Alright. Romans 9:33. I have another verse that kind of mimics it, which is Romans 10, 11, but we're going to go to 9.33 right now. As it is written, behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and rock of offense. I and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. You go to Romans 10, 11, for the scripture says, whoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. If you believe on Jesus Christ, you shall not be ashamed. Let me say it again. If you believe on Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you shall not be ashamed. He has removed the shame from us. Okay. Um, Psalms 13, 13. Hold on. Do I have this? Yikes. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even screenshot. Oh, my goodness. Okay, we're just going to go to Psalms 13, 13 because... What is it? Okay, we're going to do Job 8, 20. Behold, God will not cast away a perfect man, neither will he help the evildoers. I'm really upset. Mm -hmm. 
I think that's Sums. So we're gonna go to Sums thirteen thirteen real quick. I don't think it's okay. It's not Sums, but hold on. <sighs> Forgive me for this. It's been uh, like a hot minutes and minutes. All right, so it is. Mm, enjoy the music in the background while I'm I'm getting this. Oh, it was two Samuels, thirteen, thirteen. That's that's what I get. That's what I get. Second Samuel, thirteen, thirteen, and it says, "And I, whither shall I cause my shame to go? And as for thee, thou shalt be one of the fools in Israel. Now therefore, I pray thee, speak unto the king, for he will not withhold me from thee." Okay, so this connection right here that I'm about to make. You know, I thought this boy was an angel. He he very well might as be. But, but, but. I did not know this. I have been reading this and it, it like conflunked me, kerflunked me, whatever the word is. It left me, it left me confusion. I'm I'm not illiterate. I'm I'm saying I'm confusion like the meme, but it left me just just flabbergasted. Like I I couldn't I couldn't believe it. But the thing is Mark 1451, 1451 and Mark 16:5. So Mark 14:51 says, "And there followed him a certain young man having a linen cloth cast about his naked body, and the young man laid hold on him." Okay, cool, cool. He had a linen cloth cast about his naked body, and the young man laid hold on him. So if you go to Mark 16, you know. Well, let's go to Mark 16, verse 2 to 5. So, and very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came into the sepulcher at the rising of the sun, and they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulcher? And when they looked, they saw the stone, that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. Now, this is verse 5. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a young, long white garment, and they were affrighted. And he said unto them, Be not affrighted, ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. You know, it goes on for the rest of the chapter. So, this boy, very, I think he was, I think, I think, you know, I think he was an angel. But, but the thing is, he, um, you know, the Bible tells us that they will look like not look like humans but like I, i'm not i don't want to quote the bible because i don't know the verse like off the hand but somewhere it says like you know they're gonna come as people or they'll look like people they'll present themselves at least as people sometimes like disguise we'll have encounters with angels basically that's what i'm saying so people all saw that boy he had the linen and he was naked left it near jesus boom jesus leaves the tomb He's risen from the dead, leaves the tomb, and a boy is sitting there, fully clothed in a long white garment. I just, you know, I think that's a very, like, like I don't know. I just, I love it when you have questions for, like, even weeks, right? You have, like, these questions. It's just not leaving your head. And you go to read. And it's like all your questions are answered that day, and like that day is 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 so is so amazing. But I just wanted to say thank you guys for tuning in for another episode. Sorry, this one was kind of like a little bit of everywhere. It wasn't, you know. Uh, it's my first time doing an episode in like maybe two months. So, but next episode is gonna be about the Rona, the Corona virus. 
maybe even like talking about a voice in the wilderness you know a revival you know like I, you know I gotta pray on it but I feel like I'm really being I feel like he's really telling me to do that like he's really prompting me to do that but I need to make sure that it's him you know like I gotta go into prayer about it but every guys everyone guys love you keep going keep your head up keep going repent for your sins don't let them get too many where you feel like you can't repent repent for the known and unknown what you have done known and unknowingly okay you know like you just like you gotta really give him everything when you're in prayer just let him know what's going on in your life and when you feel the spirit okay this is how i this is how i feel like i know when the spirit of doubt is on me when i know something and all of a sudden i feel like I'm wrong like all of a sudden like and like I'll go to some other people and I'll ask them and they'll tell me the same thing that I know and I just feel like it's not working for me that's how I know when the spirit of doubt is on me so the spirit of doubt and fear are probably two biggest spirits that attack people I feel like lust is a big one but I feel like doubt and fear doubtful and fearful are the top two spirits that attack people you need to cast them down you need to look into some spiritual warfare understand the tools and weapons that god has given us to attack back you need to be praying violent prayers against demons and satan when it's a human nah you pray for him if it's a witch you pray for him until they're like they're actually trying to do something but if it gets to the point where they're you send some warning shots and they're not listening that's when you're gonna do some violent prayers but do you have to there's qualifications for it because if you like you can't be reckless like like davy like like you could look at psalms and everything like the man had blood upon his head he had blood on his not upon his head but he had blood on his hands but if you read I feel like reading the Old Testament helps you with your prayer um, especially with violent prayers honestly because you're 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 able to use scripture to pray against a demon and Satan but you'll also know exactly what to say just just by reading it like I almost had like blood upon their head but like shame befall upon you and all this other stuff but like there's certain things like you, not everybody might not think it means something to say something like that but words are so serious and that's why it says uh, life and power are in the um life and death are, are in the power of the tongue life and death are in the power of the tongue i think that's the verse um but it's we got to be very careful with what we say but also understand your words have power so say it with some severity when you be praying like get into your prayer closet and get into some praying so i just want to let y'all know i love y'all and keep going whatever you're going through you gotta catch your burdens on god elohim the most high god and let just let him be your comforter let the holy ghost be your comforter you know so um Stay safe with everything that's going on right now and just don't let the spirit of boredom get to you. You know, make sure that you're reading every day. That's minimal. Read every day. You gotta read. And I'm not telling you read and this is how you get to heaven. No, you gotta read. Because his word cleanses us and it protects us. So when you're not in the word and you're not reading the word, you're not meditating on what God is like telling you. So you're meditating on everything the world is offering you. So if you meditate on that, you're more susceptible to sin. It's just, you know, like it's just some little tips and everything. But y'all have an amazing day.